The year is 2020. As it turns out, everything is cake. (laughs) I have nothing. Just roll the theme song. (laughs) Hey, I'm T. Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This This is is our our new new (laughs) brand. Yeah, no. No, that doesn't sound good. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney Bitch. A podcast for stands, by stands, dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears. All right, so before we jump into the things that we have to talk about, I would just like to make an edit note <laughs> that, like, the theme song of this podcast, Britney Podcast, that we did two two years now, actually, this summer, I sound so different. I don't know what is going I sound, like, really deep. <laughs> right like listening to 1998 I'm like who is that man I don't know if I was just nervous or like what or two if I was trying to put my mask voice on but like the queen has jumped out since so you need to put your mask on in a different way so let's talk about that (laughs) mask with a c and a k Larry (laughs) manipulating your vocals Larry and Jitus yeah (laughs) okay but um anyway continuing We have a little note. We would like to discuss some things here today. So there's some stuff that we need to discuss in a segment we like to call quarantine knee. Should I, should I do the, should I do the music? Just. Um, sure. (laughs) So our world is going through such hard times right now. Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. I burnt my gym down. So. Coronavirus. And we're all staying in. One thing led to another and I burned it down stream and or purchase glory so that we can get it on the billboard hot 200 all right so there has been a lot that has been happening in the past two weeks and a lot of you have sent us dms and tweets asking for our thoughts on some things that have come up in recent days and specifically two things there was a instagram carousel of images text images and a TikTok that both went extremely viral. I'm talking six-figure numbers, millions of views, and also I would say like various other TikToks as well. Like there was one main one that went viral. Oh yeah, it's it's now many, many, and now it's and dozens Instagram and dozens. Yeah, yes. So I we can't we don't have the time to go through like every single one, but I'm sure nor the desire. Well, that too. <laughs> she got a point. <laughs> um, so there's a lot. But I feel like most of you have seen the Instagram slide. It is on the Instagram account, diet underscore Prada. I feel like that's the easiest place that I can direct people to if they do want to read the post. I believe Mm. it's still up on there if you want to just see it. So the whole Free Britney movement has been kicked back up again. We've talked about this on the Britney podcast. We talked about this last year. This started, it began in April of 2019 It went viral, it was trending, and then it sort of slowed down and we kind of kept our eyes on it. Some stories popped up and then it is now surged, I would say, in my opinion, I feel like it went more viral two weeks ago than it ever did. Ever. Ever. Um, And it has just, I mean, it's just transcended into these websites and these Instagram accounts that have millions of followings, like 10,000 times bigger than us it has just gone really, really, really far and wide at this point. And a lot of people have asked me my opinion or asked me, hey, can you go through this and tell me like what's true, what's not true? Yeah, lots of text messages from people I haven't talked to since middle school. Well, 
<laughs> Are they single? No. <laughs> um, I was thinking about like, well, how do I want to tackle this on the podcast? Because for me, from my standpoint, I produce this podcast, I edit this podcast, and that's not a knock on Brad. I'm not trying to say that like I'm whatever. It just, it is what it is. Like I love producing it and doing the editing. And one thing I have really tried working on in the past year two years since we launched a podcast is being really mindful of the words I use, my sarcasm. I just talked about this on my YouTube channel where I was saying, you know, I've always been so sarcastic and I realized that I have to be careful with my sarcasm and the jokes that I make. And I've just tried to really get better about context and making sure that information that I'm sharing on my platforms, even though they're small, making sure that I'm just being responsible with my platform, if that makes sense. And what was the word that it's called again? Like journalistic something. Integrity. Journalistic uh, integrity. Well, uh, uh, sure. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the point being that like, I'm trying to be better about making sure people know when something is my opinion, when I'm sharing information that is alleged if I'm sharing information that is unverified, if I'm sharing something that is a rumor, if I'm sharing something that is a conspiracy, a theory, whatever it is that something is, I'm always I'm trying to get better about making sure that I'm responsible about how I present information. We just have seen such a rise in disinformation and it's really harmful and like there's so many things that have happened in recent months. For example, the Twitter thread about Hillary Duff, which I don't even feel comfortable repeating what those allegations yeah. were because it's so disgusting and it's so horrible. That was a lie and it went viral. If you're curious what that Twitter thread was, I just ask that you guys Google it. I'm not comfortable repeating it and sharing it on here. There's also other things like the whole Wayfair trend that just happened this past week the TikToks about Naya Rivera, mm. everything about Chrissy Teigen that has been happening on Twitter. Mm. And if you look at her feed, she's been responding to a lot of it and really trying to go in there herself and debunk a lot of these conspiracy theories about her that people are spreading. Even something like as silly as the rumor about Beyonce's real name, which oh right was funny for Stan Twitter, and is so silly, but like my point being that there's just but been people also believe it. There is a small faction of people who do take that seriously. Right. And this is becoming such a serious problem on all social platforms. And so I really care about the internet. It is where I have my career. It is where I've built so many of these communities. It is where our podcast community is, my YouTube community. You have your career on the internet. Like you're a blogger, you're a writer. It just is something that I really care about. And so when I see all of this stuff happening, it really makes me upset. And I refuse to be a part of that problem. And I refuse to share things that I feel are fueling that problem and are adding to that problem. And there are just so many things in this Instagram carousel and in these TikToks that are just unverified. There's also so many things that are just easily Googleable. Like, for example, on slide two of this Instagram carousel, it says, Britney was a child star starting at the age of four years old on Broadway. And this is going to sound so nitpicky, but she was not four. She was 10. And it was not Broadway. It was off Broadway. It was called Ruthless. 
And it was in March of that year. And then later that year, she would get cast on the Mickey Mouse Club. So simple, easy things that you can Google that are just not correct. And this is only the second slide. And I know that that sounds so nitpicky, but there were so many details in these slides that were so easily fact checkable. Like original doll was not supposed to come out in 2006. Also, there was a sentence in the Instagram slides that talked about Twitter and saying that Twitter deleted the trend. And even with that, like in my experience professionally with Twitter, they don't do that. Like I, it's just information that I can't say is true or false. It's just all unverified and unproven. And everything in the Instagram post was written in the context of being fact, except for one sentence where they did use the word allegedly. One sentence out of a eight or nine slide Instagram post. Just like little things in this that were incorrect, factually incorrect, and so many things that were presented as fact, even though they're unverified, I was just not, I'm not interested in sharing, going through every single one of these and debunking every single sentence that is in them because there's too many. There's just too many things now to debunk. And as of this point right now, like today, we were having fun with quarantine knee. Things were feeling good. Things were feeling fun. And I am no longer interested in like the discourse because it's going too far and it's gone too wide And in my opinion, it has just gotten too out of control. And I don't want to add any more gasoline to the fire spark. And it's like, anyway, um, I have always said in the past on the Britney podcast, when we talked about Free Britney a year ago, there are valid concerns and questions that I have about this situation. However, I'm not going to engage in spreading theories as facts. And I also just want to say, like, I know that we've put out, like, I've put out a hundred something YouTube videos. We've put out almost like 70 podcast episodes. I understand that, like, I may have made a joke or I probably said something wrong in the past, but like moving forward, I want to be responsible and I want to be better. And I just want to make sure that I am sharing my concerns, but like in the right way. And this isn't fun for me talking about this anymore certainly not fun for me no We're on I, the, same page. the comment sections on her tiktok and her instagram make me so upset the things that i see people saying about her on twitter everywhere it just crushes my soul and i can't do it anymore and Ooh. so i am no longer engaging in it i am no longer interested in the discourse I have absolutely no interest in feuding with other fans, with arguing with other fans, with fighting with other fans. I have no interest in being right or proven right or proven wrong. There's no winning for me in this whole conversation. The only person I care about is Brittany and her family and everyone's well-being. I want them all to have happiness and peace. And I am not engaging in theories and conspiracies and photoshops and memes and mockery and making fun of her appearance and her eyes and her makeup and everything like that. I am done. I am signing off. I am closing the door. It doesn't mean that like I won't open the door back up and scream by glory in the future. But for right now, it's not fun for me. It's not enjoyable. And I'm not participating in it. And that is it. And scene door closed. We need to take a break from it. And also, just last point I want to say, 
because I know how the internet is and the things that are being said. Um, I am not scared to talk about this. I am not fearful about talking about this. I have not been silenced. No one has sent me a letter. I have not been threatened. I am not being paid off. No one has paid me. Um, I received a Britney Jean tote once. I've talked about this. I think I threw it out, to be honest. Um, I just, I just want to say that on the record before the conspiracies about me start up again. No one is paying me. No one is threatening me. I'm not scared to talk about it. I and also same. Yeah, like just to I know it sounds like stupid that we have to like say that but like seeing how far everything is going I'm like I'm fine to talk about it I can talk about it I am right now but I'm closing the door after this conversation is done (laughs) that's what I'm trying to say it's like the only cease and desist I've ever got is from a housewife so if you are listening and you see someone saying well T. Kyle got paid off it is a lie that is not true so just know that and seen again (laughs) yeah well, that's everything that I have to say about the situation at hand. And um, I've been informed by my co-host that she would like to make a statement. I have a statement. no idea at all what you are about to say, but I cannot Truthfully, wait. Truthfully, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, but I literally have no idea. Um, you've been like, I have, I have a statement. And I'm like, okay, me too. <laughs> I want to build up the anticipation. Uh-huh. I've been anticipating. I'm just rocking with my anticipating French CD pressing. Yeah. Just rocking back and forth. So, <laughs> which not everybody has. Difficult to get. That is true. <laughs> Mumu's yeah. to the stage, please. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> it is. It's, it's recording. So, <laughs> take it away whenever. <clears throat> well, as I recall, We ended the Britney podcast last year saying that we were uncomfortable with the level of speculation and theories that were only just starting to spiral since the wellness day, the court appearance, all of that. And now, I mean, guess what, Mimi? Look where the fuck we are now. Oh, The absolute clownery that is afoot. And I know I'm not the only one saying this because I've seen what Britney fans are saying on my timeline. Here's the thing. If you want to dive into the deep end and say she's sending cries for help in the colors of her outfits and the shadows in her eyelashes be my guest but i will not be joining you and the gen z tiktok crew of clout chasers like way to derail a legitimate ongoing concern about her well-being and something that the true fans have always been uneasy about and questioned for over a decade to derail that with absolute hysteria from people who clearly did not grow up with her or follow her career very closely until like a week ago. And now we have Ariel Winter from Modern Family sharing messy slideshows to millions of people that have partially accurate information about the conservatorship and then ridiculous claims about her career, including that her record label changed her voice so she couldn't compete with Christina's debut, I'm so sorry, Christina, that you're being dragged into this, by the way, like as if you aren't asked about Britney in every single fucking interview already, that she can't sing live or else she might reveal her true deep voice, which clearly these assholes have never heard Soda Pop or... The entire first album. The entire first album, Deep Voice Nate, hello. She might have a signature baby voice that they crafted for pop radio that is her brand, But they also didn't hide her voice. Like, I thought we celebrated how wacky and all over the place she's been throughout her whole career with her voice. From, like, hot as ice, going British-ny, 
perfume, private show. She does a lot with her voice. And it's not just baby voice or one thing or the other. It's just not that fucking sinister, in my opinion. The slideshow said that original doll was scrapped for trying to return to her real voice. First of all, if they really wanted... They had the date wrong, too. Yeah, they did. On that slide. If they wanted the original doll sessions, like, scrapped from the world, why would they master and release Mona Lisa, which is arguably the most damning of all those songs about her situation and fame and her breakdown? Like, why would they put that on the chaotic EP if they were trying to, like, distract from the original doll sessions? It's just not that sinister. And then, I don't even know what point we're on, but the fact that they said she can't sing live because it'll be bad, like, that was so disrespectful, that line. And then they can't reveal the true voice. There's no way you follow Britney. You would know that she sang, like, let's give them something to talk about two years ago at Peace of Me, that she sang Happy Birthday all over Asia. How about when she went on tour for the M&M's tour in 2007, peak rebellion era, she booked House of Blues dates, she came out there, and she was very noticeably, and it's no shade to my queen, lip-syncing, the CD skipped. When she was rebelling through all that, if she wanted to get on the microphone and sing opera, she could have. She didn't. She dances. She doesn't need to sing live during that. It's, like, not that deep. I don't understand that there's always this conspiracy that she's being held back from singing live. So if she wanted to, she could have gone on stage and just sang opera like she did in Chaotic, which you wouldn't know because you didn't watch it because you're a fake fan. Oh. Like, <laughs> she also sang live on SNL every time. Yeah, I mean, we she's sung live over the years a lot. The fan fiction of those first slides. Now, of course, I'm not going to take away from the fact that it does highlight several of the, m- the many problematic parts about this whole saga of the concert. <sighs> Almost said it wrong again. Conservatorship. Got that right after a year. Yes, but you can't just twist the truth and her career in order to fit a perfect narrative of her always being essentially enslaved to all these people pulling the strings. It's so it, it's so sinister over the top that it's just not reality. And to everyone who's managed to turn this concern into total tinfoil hat territory for personal gain, to use a hashtag for clout without knowing a goddamn song of hers besides Toxic, it's like, congratulations, you've completely derailed what was already something that fans were concerned about. It was already in the media. There was that 2016 New York Times article. This is not new information, but you've turned it into a scavenger hunt for clues in her posts and essentially are bullying her, looking for signs in what she's posting to a absurd degree. I'm not mad at all, and I should clarify because I'm going to get dragged anyway, but I'm not mad about asking the hard questions about something that seems incredibly shady with plenty of evidence suggesting that things are not right. A lot of sketchy situations over the years. I'm not in there with her doctors, the judge. They've done no favors for themselves in making it feel good for the fans. I support asking that. But I also support being respectful of what very little privacy still remains for her at this point. I don't support bullying. And the hysteria of it is just really out of control. Ultimately, this is a perfect storm. We've said this of a person's medical history and mental health, which we are not privy to, nor do we deserve to be. Fame, predators who came into her life, who she herself has said she paid the price for big time, people who used her, and millions of dollars. I agree. Doesn't make much sense, does it? The whole thing is a shit show. But the truth is, I have no idea any insight into her personal life like that. And the last actual update that we have with some form of 
documentation is that her mom petitioned to have a say in her finances, which maybe that's good, maybe that's evil. I would hope it's good, but at the end of the day, who knows who to trust at this point in the game? Because I don't. I'm just a gay with a Twitter account like the rest of you, and it makes me uncomfortable even discussing this shit. But people wanted us to weigh in because I wrote about her for over a decade and made the dumbass decision to stand her in 1998 when really I should have just gone with someone like Hoku or Vitamin C and had a quiet life living in the land somewhere. <laughs> you know, I someone online. That it's three- time that I should just <laughs> let you go. As we go. go. Oh no! Oh, that's too fitting! <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, someone online said Free Britney is just QAnon for gays. Well, they said bottoms. And I can't seem to find the lie because at the end of the day, there is a very serious issue in the middle of this that we don't understand. And it is being just obliterated by it's gone so far into Facebook aunt territory. The call 911 eyelashes post was so unbelievable. I thought it was a joke. I see that it is not to some people. And they they very seriously think she put call 911 in her fucking eyelashes. Uh, I I just, and you know what? I say to that, if Brittany has been blinking out Morse code cries for help in her eyelashes, then let me get my clown hat and makeup because I'm boo-boo the fool. But I'm going to go ahead and go with my gut, which tells me she's not. Not that I know any better. Like, in all seriousness, the reality is that Britney Spears was taken advantage of and failed by many people in her life. And it is hard to know which way is up anymore. But now we have her own fans, some of them, not everybody, making memes out of her and, in my opinion, bullying her, turning her into a sort of scavenger hunt for clues for what they think is cracking the code to something. And I understand it's well-intentioned by some, but I don't think that others are really fans. I don't. I think they're just cracking a code of some kind. But the beauty is that what happens in the dark eventually comes to light, and I'm praying she's happy and healthy and safe and free in whatever way is best and safest for someone like Britney Spears in her position. She's a strong resilient woman, an icon, a legend. She's already been through so much. And that's all I can really say is I hope for the best. I cannot contribute any further to all of this than, oh, it's a crack. Oh, and that one came through clear. (laughs) She's got a good connection today. And fittingly, that's that's where my interaction with all of this comes to an end, period. I don't know. I think that was really well said, to be honest. (sighs) I think also one thing I forgot to say is that seeing how people talk about Britney now tells me that I guess only fans were paying attention to how vocal she's always been about her mistreatment by the public, by the media, the disgusting obsession about her virginity, then to quickly brand her a slut. She was torn down, mocked every move she made for years, especially as a mother. She's made out to be stupid, slutty, a pop robot. She was already addressing speculation about her breasts in her SNL monologue when she was 18. We forget that the headline for the infamous photo of Lindsay, Paris, and Britney in the New York Post was Bimbo Summit. She didn't deserve that ever. 
And I don't think people are even remembering how bad she was treated this first go around of public insanity. I think we forget how bad it was and what led to everything that is now. And now we have a new bad feeling. I don't know. We want to do this in a way that doesn't go left like that. Of course, we're very concerned and questioning exactly why something is in place after over a decade. Only pop star to have something like that. It's weird. We agree. It's it's just, there's so many assumptions and it's really upsetting that some are coming from her own fans about what's happening with her. And at the core of this, as I said, is, is mental health. It's something we'll never be accessed by us. And, and even if it was, though... Don't you feel, at least this is how... Oh, they would, they would, yeah, that, well, we're in this place where she could say with total coherence exactly what happens tomorrow on Instagram in a 10-minute video, and there would be accusations that she was... It was scripted. ...manipulated into saying in that, you know. It's gone so far now that no matter what it is that happens next every single step and every single move that's made or thing that's said or post that's shared is going to be twisted and not believed. That's how far this has gone. I don't feel like it's something that can even be pulled back. And I have no interest in coming on every single week and debunking all of the new stuff that comes out week after week after week after week after TikTok and TikTok and TikTok and tweet and tweet. The TikTok that she's making a moon reference to that one. I can't. I am wishing the best for her and hoping that there are people in her life who do have her best interests in mind. Fast forward to us next week being like, (laughs) checking back in (laughs) at the LGBTQ community. No, sorry, I just need a little laugh there. If it is in fact true that family, lawyers, judge, doctor, all of that are complicit in something. And I said this two years ago, like it will be a a truly gargantuan failing of the system and failing of her and massive just tragedy. Yeah, but will probably be one of the biggest scandals in pop culture history if any of this winds up being true. And if it winds up being true, which I hope it's not, then I will grab my hat and my big wonky shoes and put on my clown (laughs) wig and my clown nose and I will admit that I was wrong and feel like a fool and probably feel really guilty, but like, un- guilty. Um, I would like one of these TikTokers to name some lyrics on that song. Tell me what that's from and what year it came out before you start sending me these fucking Instagram slides where you think you know her entire career. Anyway, what it's was I saying? True, I- oh, I'll admit that I was a clown and that I was wrong. But until then, <laughs> we will, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I also don't like, I'm not rooting for something to be, well, I'm rooting for her. Yeah, and that's it. That's really it. Like, yeah. (sighs) This is so... Awful? Yes. You can ask, that's the thing is like, you can ask the questions. There's just a difference. Like, in accusing someone of committing a crime is serious. Mm -hmm. It feels like we're being pushed to speak on it. well, speaking of Speak, we did a really amazing deep dive into Lindsay Lohan's debut album, Speak, available now on Spotify, not sponsored. Yeah. Go listen to that. Go outside, for the love of God. Log out. Get some air. Just take a breath. We're going to get through this, everybody. We're sending positive vibes Britney's way. She's a strong girl. Whatever's going on. And I don't know what else I can say. 
fun times. Uh, Great, good times. Love talking about this. That is why we are social distancing from this topic for a hot minute. Yeah, honestly, though. I mean, we can also, you know, there's there's hearings up in like a week and then a, a month or something, and we will be following just like everybody else, but we're not going to be an update account. We're just not. Right. I mean, same story, same song and dance from a year ago where we were just like, listen, like, we just want to hear verified. I don't mean to say that as like pointing fingers at other people and pointing this person or that person being like, you're not verified. Like I'm, it's not that like, it's, it's not that at all. I just am waiting and I just want to wait for like, you know what I'm saying? Like you guys know, I feel like most people get it. They get it. Great. So until then, um, <laughs> yeah, we will be returning on a brighter note next week, but until something then. fun, something for the summertime, something for the girls to, you know, get ready and party to. Please. So we won't be back here on the Britney podcast next week, but we do have another podcast that we launched that is similar, you know, same kind of format, but we go through everything week to week. And we also go back and we do deep dives onto our faves, all kinds of Queens of pop. It is called legends only. It is available here on wherever you are listening for free. If you would like to check that out. We don't know when we'll come back to the Britney podcast on here. We don't, you never say never. Mm-hmm. Know what All I right. want to do now to end this oh. episode? One second. We are going to go out shaking our tits. Shake it off. <laughs> getting sued. Yeah, getting sued. <laughs> Get sued by Jamie Spears and Lady Gaga. Yeah. All right. Um, can I really get sued for playing that right now? Yeah, probably. Oh, great. Um, so excited. Looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> something fun for the summertime. Um, <laughs> okay, no, but like seriously, um, thank you everyone for listening. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And is there anything like on the horizon for next week that we know about that will be coming? Drag Race finale. Drag Race finale. You mean positive news? No. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, no, not really. Great. Well, well, can't uh, wait to talk about that next week. Yeah, we'll keep our our eyes on the stars and uh, think positive. Mm -hmm. Manifest. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. And until next week, we will see you soon. Should we just randomly do a deep dive into like Hoku next week? Well, I've already brought her up, so we might as well. Yeah. 21 years of Hoku. 